With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, talking recruiting, Nate. Uh, we held our final in-state tour event of the year, um, at least formal event. Well, we're going to probably have to make a couple more stops here out to Columbus and a couple other places. But we've seen close to 30 schools, their prospects. Uh, we had our Omaha event um, between Gretna coming up to our office this week Then what was there on Sunday. We had 15 teams come through. And I think the consensus was, okay, I think we're going to do the in-state tour this way every year because the coaches liked it a lot better. Um, it was easier for us as well to schedule and organize and literally see as many teams as possible and, and just get eyes on kids. And I'll say this, we didn't really walk out of that Omaha event with a ton of new surprise names because I feel like we know most of the big names in Omaha. But just to get everybody in the same room on the same day to measure and interview and catch up with, we got a lot of information out of that event on Sunday. Yeah, we, we got a ton of information out of it. So, um, you know, and I wasn't necessarily expecting to uncover a bunch of, you know, hidden hidden targets or hidden recruits out of Omaha, uh, just because, that, I mean, that, that area gets more exposure than anywhere else in the state anyway. But uh, like you said, it was still really good to see a lot of those guys, um, you know, one right after the other, kind of you can kind of get a get a feel how each guy kind of stacks up with everybody else from a physical point of view. But um, you know, and then and being able to talk with them and everything, you know, it's nice when we were when we could go into the schools and kind of sit down with a coach and you know shoot the bowl for a while and and you know always learned a couple different things. But at the same time, time it, consuming. Yeah, it's very time consuming to do it that way. And and I, I think this way was just so efficient. Um, yeah, that I mean, it would make it hard to, to do it any other way going forward. Well, I mean, our old way of doing it was great just to go in buildings and you run into a lot of other coaches and a lot of other people. And you see, I mean, that, that's what has made this what it is over the yeah. last 18 years. But in the same sense, we could get three teams done in an hour where, you know, if we were lucky, we could get three teams done before lunch. Yeah. And that was like a hard, hard three, four hours of work to get to that point. So. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, I think the big thing that's going to come out and it will hit on Saturday is Devin Jackson, Deshaun Woods are going to both announce their top fives. They are the number one and number two players in the state of Nebraska. Jackson from Burke, Woods from Central, a linebacker and a linebacker. And, you know, we don't have the official release on this, Nate, but I think we both have a pretty good feel. Nebraska is not going to be in those top fives. And that's going to raise a lot of questions, upset a lot of people. Um, but these two kids are different in the sense uh, about just their look at recruiting. And I don't think either one's going to go to a Big Ten school right now the way it looks. Yeah, buckle up because uh, I think that it's it's about to get interesting with how some of the top players in the state are going to handle their recruitment and what teams are looking at. And uh, the guys, and, and I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of younger kids in the state right now that, 
you know, they didn't necessarily grow up rooting for Nebraska like like kids in the state did, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And so or even 10 years ago, for that matter, or five years ago. So um, and, and there's been a lot of teams that have come into the Nebraska, especially in the Omaha metro area lately uh, from all over the country that are pretty intriguing. And so I, I think that. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if you know Nebraska is not on the list and and that they're not even really in consideration going forward. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But I, I think that, that we're in for some interesting times, at least for this cycle, as far as in-state recruiting goes. Yeah, and I think Nate, when you go back and think about it, just not having a spring game last year uh, to bring kids in, not having camps, Friday night lights, not having home games, it was bound to catch up. And they survived last year's recruiting with a top 20 class, which is amazing. It's probably one of the better recruiting jobs we've seen at Nebraska, considering the context. But now it is catching up with them, I think. Not being able to showcase the fans and the atmosphere and the program and and whatnot and just having to go basically off on-field results and Zoom meetings. Well, I mean, just think about all the missed opportunities that they had to bring these guys in on campus and to be around them and, and forge those relationships and, you know, kind of get that get that one-on-one, you know, time with these guys. I mean, it just it, it was not there. And so I think, you know, when you combine that with, you know, some of the on-field results and the fact that there's a lot of other big teams that are recruiting these guys from – from different parts of the country that's kind of new and exciting. It's just is the perfect storm for there to be, you know, uh, an uphill battle, to, to put it mildly, with, with a lot of these guys. We're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus. And, Nate, um, this, for Nebraska, it's all about virtual visits now, and, and they keep doing a lot of these this week with guys. We've seen some new offers come out um, of the woodworks, We've seen some guys that have had virtuals that don't have offers. I mean, what's kind of your read of what we've seen on the recruiting trail over the last week in terms of new offers and kind of what's been happening with some of these virtual visits? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's they they obviously have you know their their board, uh, and I what I get the sense that they're kind of going through the recruiting board and and getting a feel for you know what names may have come off. Uh, what what names or what players that maybe they're they're on the outside looking in with, and uh, you know, and or who they've been able to kind of learn, you know, get more information on that may have moved them up the board. Um, if you're, we know this. If you're doing a virtual visit with Nebraska right now, it means that they are getting ready to offer you, or that they're you know or they're trying to gather just a little bit more information or get a better feel before they do offer. So. Uh, because a lot of these offers that have gone out have been to kids that just got done with a virtual visit or or have one scheduled. So I, I think that that's, that's kind of been the major theme here over the last week or two. Nebraska will start spring practice, Nate, the final week of March. We were asked a question on our chat, how many commitments will Nebraska have when they open up spring ball on the week of Easter, which is the last weekend, week of March? And I honestly think no more than one or two. I mean, I really just don't see – a lot of movement unless there's like a in-state offer. Let's just throw out a random, like you, you call Jake Applegate or you call somebody of that caliber and say, we are only going to offer you unless you commit right now. If you're not going to commit to Nebraska, we're not going to offer you like something like that to strong arm. But I just don't see the ability to strong arm very many commits, at least at this point, 
until we know what the visit schedule is going to be. Yeah, I mean, I would be shocked if they had more than two by the time spring football starts. And and that's not it's not because Nebraska doesn't know what they're doing and that, you know, recruiting is is, you know, going downhill fast. I think it's just it's just the reality. The, yeah, it's just the reality that they haven't been able to get guys on campus and that um, you know, like I said earlier, there's there's a lot of other competition coming into the state right now. And so um, and, and for the region, for that matter. So, I, I mean, I just – I would be surprised with the kids that I've talked to. You know, not many of them are itching to to go ahead and make an early decision. A lot of them are, are wanting to wait it out and, and kind of kind of see when, when the dead period is going to end and when they can go and take visits. And, um, you know, so two at the max. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see any. I wouldn't be surprised if we really see – you know, anywhere from zero commits to maybe two commits all the way until June. And so um, in best case scenario, that's when, you know, the dead period ends and you can finally start getting guys on campus. And until we know what June is going to be, it's hard to predict June. Mm -hmm. Um, But June could be just nuts. So lots to keep track of on recruiting, on Husker basketball. The baseball schedule came out. They're going to open up March 5th in Round Rock, Texas on that weekend against Purdue. So Uh, Plenty to stay on the site as we will keep you up to date on HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 